Hi, listener. Welcome back to another episode of A Real Page Turner with Donnie Granza and Mara Maros. Hi, Donnie. Hello, Mara. It's uh, good to be back as we uh, delve into another book and film. Yeah, and I'm super excited about this one because this was a book of my childhood. And I feel like if you're a woman and you're or a girl and you're my age, this has been a book that you kind of have probably always read. And it is Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret, that was written by Judy Bloom, and it was published in 1970. So I feel like people my age probably are very familiar with this book and probably pretty excited about the movie that just came out. Do you want to tell us about the movie? Uh, yeah, the film just debuted a couple of weeks ago on April 28th there. It was uh, written and directed by Kelly Freeman Craig. It, star- it stars Abby Ryder Fortson as the titular. Margaret also features uh, performances by Rachel McAdams as her mother and Kathy Bates as her grandmother. The film has earned like unanimously uh, positive uh, reviews. It currently has a 99% score on Rotten Tomatoes. You know, many critics, you know, just falling in love with this. Uh, at the box office, uh, the film has uh, kind of been a little bit of a disappointment. Maybe it can um, get kind of a following. For <laughs> yeah, I kind of wonder why it wasn't more. More popular at the movies. I don't know. Maybe it's an odd time for people to go to the movies. It's this, yeah. you know, it's summer. People are busy. I don't know. I I wonder how it would do on streaming. I think it would do very well when it streams. Yeah, I think so. And like what. I do tend to notice like which trends a lot of films like this, uh, you know, maybe aren't the biggest money makers in theaters uh, because they're more subdued, you know, cop, you know, comedies, dramas, whereas films like action movies, superhero horror movies, where there's a big, huge theater experience going on with it. Like this is something that, you know, maybe um, can, uh, find a home on on uh, streaming. So Yeah, and I I mean, I loved it. And this book was New York Times Outstanding Book of the Year in 1970. And it's kind of crazy that that was 53 years ago. Yeah. Because it still feels pretty, it's like a, such a relevant topic, you know, and it follows Margaret Simon, the 11-year-old sixth grader who moves from Manhattan out to the suburbs, which is a jolt in itself. And her mother is Christian and her father's Jewish. So she's struggling to find a faith that she wants to kind of align with because her parents have let her decide what religion she wants to be and they don't practice either. And then, of course, you throw into all of the uh, sixth grade issues where they talk about menstruation and, you know, wanting to develop and puberty and finding new friends. So it's like one of those things that I think a lot of people and kids can relate to. And of course, you know, so I brought my daughter with me to to see this when we went and she had never read the book, which I kind of found a little bit shocking, but I, I don't remember. I know she's read other Judy Bloom books, but she was just laughing so hard at the obvious. I think if anybody says we must, we must increase our bus knows exactly what movie you're talking about and what book you're talking about. Cause it's synonymous. I feel like with the book when the yeah. young girls are trying to increase their breast size. <laughs> and she just thought that was the funniest thing ever. She's like, that's hilarious. I'm like, you never heard that? And she's like, no. And I'm like, I can't believe you've never read this book because I feel like everybody knows that, what it's from. And, and maybe it's everybody my age who grew up with this book, but it was just really, really funny. Yeah, I was- Her reaction uh, to that. I was talking with my aunt who- 
grew up who grew up on, on this book and she she was you know so excited so excited to see, uh, see, uh, see the movie so she uh had said that this book was her her bible when she was that age, when she was uh coming of age so that was um and even something like i'm obviously not the you know, target audience for the, for this and i you know never never read it or anything but even i had heard of this book like i had no idea what it was about but i had heard the title and were thinking it's like wow that's a very long title something so <laughs> i uh and then um so it was you know definitely interesting and there's like a lot of very you know common themes and obviously like you know some of them about you know going through puberty i'm you know not really the expert the expert on but but there's so many so many other very relatable practices to you know pretty much any anyone uh i really i was very intrigued i really enjoyed like kind of the um of religious stuff and having her finding her religion and her uh prayers which i thought were really like hilarious <laughs> she was yeah you know what she would what she would pray to god for and um, i wasn't sure how that was going to translate in the movie because in the book i think you get the sense either that she's writing it in a journal um and i can't remember exactly or talking out loud and i was wondering how that was going to translate in the movie and i thought it was really well done when they showed her just alone like or walking somewhere like praying for something and talking to god and i thought that was really i thought they did it well in the movie because i wasn't sure how that was how they were going to do that yeah mm-hmm. um yeah. And, and the and- funny thing is so this uh, this book has been on the american library association's most challenged books list and in the 90s, it was 60 out of 100 of the 100 most challenged. And then it fell to 99 in the 2000s. And then it dropped from the list from 2010 to 2020. And I don't think it's still on there. And it was mostly challenged because it talks about one menstruation and two, the the parents letting the child figure out her own religion, which seems very benign topic when we yeah. read some other things today, right? Like to me that it's, it's such normal stuff that people go through. It makes me wonder why you would try to be in this book, but whatever, or challenge it because it really is, it normalizes puberty and the things that young girls and, you know, they even show some of the boys being so silly, like Moose and Evan, the brother, like I thought they portrayed the 14 year old boys having a 14 year old boy, like really well, um, like their kind of silliness and just teasing his sister, um, like Nancy's brother, Evan, like just teasing her and the girls. Like I thought that was really well done. And I, you know, I just thought it really normalized all of those things that young people go through. Yeah, yes, very true. And I think, you know, people who challenge the books are kind of just, we're just sticking the butts. And they, you know, are probably likely very controlling parents who just see their children as just an extension of them and don't want their children to have their own thoughts. They're trying to mold their children in their in their own image and don't want anything to see their children, you know, deviate from what they aspire them to be. And it's, it's, you know, it's pretty heartbreaking. And, you know, what I also really liked about this movie, because, you know, I, w- I was, cons- I was really worried that they were going to try to modernize it, right? Because it was written in the seventies. There was no technology. There was no cell phones. There wasn't, you know, all of this, you know, social media. And I was worried that, and I hadn't seen a lot of trailers on it. So I was worried that they were going to try to do the movie in current time period. And I was so relieved when it opened, when the movie started and it was back in the time period in which it should have been. And that yeah. <laughs> they kept these characters true to a, 
a sixth grader, right? Like the girls who played those characters acted like 11 year olds. They looked like 11 year olds. Like they, I was so glad that they didn't modernize it and show them texting each other or putting something on Instagram or Snapchat. (laughs) Like I was so super worried they were going to do that. And um, I'm so glad that they didn't because it (laughs) just really kept them looking and talking and feeling like a sixth grader instead of a more mature version that I think we see today in some of the movies. Yeah. It's, it's funny because this is essentially a a period piece. And when you hear that period piece, you think, Oh, something like 1800s or or something like, like, is that a put on menstruation? No, I'm kidding. No, (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I walked right into that. You did. You did. You really opened that door. Yes. (laughs) But as, as, Essentially, yes, they really captured the feel of the 70s. And I love in the beginning when they're first moving in and there was that couch that the mother <laughs> got rid of. And I thought, oh, that's that's the couch. That's the couch. And I've seen like online like memes and stuff where it's, you know, showing something like that and saying, oh, everyone, everyone's grandparents had a couch like this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> something. And yeah, like the, and the costumes, wood paneled I, walls were hilarious. Yes. Like, I was like, oh, my gosh, that's so funny. And the, um, the costumes, um, I think, yeah. really, you know, were very much at the time. And, and the music, I really liked a lot of, like, 70 songs were. I did, too. I was like, oh, I wonder if there's a soundtrack. I'm like, I bet it's really good. <laughs> but I really did like this Abby Ryder Fortson. And she's been in quite a few other things. But I thought she was really good. I thought she played the character of Margaret Simon so well. Um, yes. And I thought it was really good. And the girl who played Elle Graham, who played Nancy Wheeler, was also really good. Like, she was like your typical, like, kind of, like, ringleader. of, And I thought she was great. Yeah, she was very, like, very forceful. Like, even, like, from the her first scene. Like, Margaret has literally just moved in, hasn't talked to anybody, and she's like, come over to my house. And that's how the book is, too, and it's so funny. Like, I'm like, that was so good. Yeah. I I mean, of course, like, Kathy Bates, I feel like we've seen, we've done so many books with Kathy Bates and movies with movies with Kathy Bates, and we just, she's great. She's so good. I thought she played this character, the grandmother, Sylvia very well sylvie very well i thought she was just great yeah i felt like i felt like i did feel like her performance was like pretty much exactly the same as her performance in misery like pretty much exactly the same right (laughs) (laughs) no the um yeah she was fantastic i love uh she probably had my favorite line in the whole film Uh, when um when margaret accompanies her to uh uh, to uh, the the temple mm-hmm. and she's saying it all like oh you know this is i'm for, i think i'm getting the quote wrong but it's like like very like easy breezy she's like whip bam boom you're in and out in two hours right and that my my aunt and myself and myself we both like just guffawed and laugh, laughter at that line i just thought it was so hilarious just two uh, only two hours yeah that um, was really funny and I thought Rachel McAdams was great. Yes. And my daughter was like, who's Rachel McAdams? I'm like, Regina George. She's like, what? And then when she came on the screen, she's like, oh my gosh, it is Regina George. Because <laughs> like, she was like trying to figure out like where, she, like, I was trying to explain to her, like, I don't know. They just, I guess they just don't know, like sometimes stars that they don't see every day. And I'm like, well, it's Rachel McAdams. And she's like, I'm like, from Mean Girls, Regina George. She was just like floored when Rachel McAdams came on the screen as the mother because she was so used to seeing her in Mean Girls. So it was really funny. And I thought she was great. And 
Yeah. I just, I really liked her in it. And um, what was funny, and you know, what I also really liked is that, and I feel the same way about the book, the mothers, like for me, like they, like I said this before about normalization, but they did not make these girls feel ashamed or embarrassed about getting their period. And I just thought the dynamic between the mothers in this book and the girls was really like po- like a positive portrayal. Um, yes. of like the mother daughter relationship. And I just thought it was so good. And they, I mean, and it wasn't all sunshine and roses. Like the girls were mad at their mothers at certain things. You know, Margaret was mad at her mother about, you know, the move and everything and certain things going on and not being able to go to Florida, like to see her grandmother when the other grandparents were coming. I mean, typical stuff you get mad at your parents about. But at the end of the day, their relationship was such a positive portrayal of that, you know, dynamic of raising a preteen girl. But I, so I loved every, like, I loved everything about it. Like, I just was so glad that the, and I loved loved both of these things equally. So I can't say I liked one more than the other because I love the book. <laughs> but the movie I thought was so well done and just, I, I hope, brought it to life for a whole other generation of people who haven't read the book. And yeah. I, I don't know. I I kind of hope that, you know, there's kids who are going to watch it on streaming. And I kind of wonder why it was rated PG-13, to be honest, because I really didn't think there was much in it. And I don't know, why are we naming things PG-13? Because they're going to talk about getting your period. I don't know. That's such a normal thing, right? Yeah. I kind of wondered why I had a PG-13 rating. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, with like the ratings board, I think sometimes they really can be like a little off base. And it's funny how they create movies with certain subject matter there. So it's definitely interesting. Well, it's funny. Uh, I do agree with what you said about like mothers and that. And I think it's an uh, appropriate uh, episode we're doing for mother, for mother's day. And, and I really liked, I think it was uh, like Nancy Wheeler's mother in the film. I think she was very funny. And I did, and it was kind of a breath of fresh air that her character could have been like very um, stereotyped and designated as like a villain, mm-hmm. but was they didn't push it too hard. She was obviously that very very involved mother and you know the PTA president type, but really, and you did see a lot of those qualities, but they really didn't like play up like a drama between her and Barbara. No, you're right. They didn't. I think they ultimately liked each other. They just were very different. Yes. And then, and then even like in the, the scene in the, in the restaurant where Nancy, you know, calls her, her mother, like she did show some like warmth and kindness uh, with her. So wasn't a, like just one dimensional character. Uh, character so even like a kind of a smaller role like that they did like a good job of handling it so yeah i did like that really i just looked up why was it rated pg-13 it says sex education thematic material and suggestive material (laughs) okay okay. (laughs) maybe because when remember they were looking at the book in the movie and i know i think that and yes they were talking about the male and the male sex organs and i was hysterical that that is something that was actually a scene that i could relate to because when i was growing up about that age i went to a catholic school so it was pretty interesting and they did attempt to teach us there and everyone got a little pamphlet it was <laughs> and everything and literally like everybody in the class went to that page with that picture and looked <laughs> and looked at it you know what 
Zelda boys have. And <laughs> we started like laughing and that. And then literally like the teacher came and like took all the books away. And then that was that. We never had any instruction after that. So I was like that. That so scene triggered a, a memory in me. <laughs> Well, you know what you know what made me it triggered a memory is when they had the girls in the auditorium who were watching the movie about your period. And that is just I can remember being in, in elementary school because our school went K through six. So I had to be in fifth or sixth grade and they took us all into the art room and put on a movie about your period. And I just remember that because they took the boys somewhere else and the girls went to the art room <laughs> to watch the movie. And I, yeah. as I was watching that, I was like, oh my God, I can remember being in the art room, just sitting there watching this movie. And it was just so funny. You know, like they would show you like the, the pads and like the little paper bag, which they showed the girls running out for, which I really thought was really funny that these girls went in that store and bought them on their own because I don't think I would have ever done that. And I just thought it was a riot that they were showing them <laughs> doing something like so independent, yeah. um, which was so funny. But I was like taken back with the scene of the girls watching the movie in the auditorium. The um, but yeah, about that 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 scene with with the movie and uh, the one part I, I thought was hilarious was when they show when they show, show the teacher Mr. Benedict like oh. just slowly backing out of the auditorium or something like that. He was great too. Was I like, really liked yes. him. I thought he was good. Yes. Yep. Um. So I, I do. I, I do feel like like this was a pretty faithful adaptation, like probably one of the most faithful adaptations we've we've covered on here. There like really weren't any major change, changes. Okay. Um, like one that stood out to me uh, was in the um, the scene uh, with the grandparents, where a bit of a, a backstory how the uh, the mother's parents Margaret doesn't know at all because they disown they disowned their daughter after she married a, a, a Jewish man and they go uh but then at Christmas she just um decides to send them a, a Christmas card and that causes them to reach out and they come and they decide to fly in for a visit uh there it creates some conflict because Margaret was planning on going and staying with her other grandmother Kathy Bates's character and that you know left a sour taste in her mouth after you know she had to cancel her trip and that because in the book they sh they show like she has the dinner with the grandparents and then they leave and Kathy Bates's character the other grandmother comes up um flies in afterwards and have another um moment together there but in, in the film they decided to combine that and have her show up unannounced with her her new boyfriend or whoever that guy, that guy is and um he and leads to this argument something and i thought that made a lot of sense to combine the two scenes yeah i thought it worked yeah and it gave a little more punch to margaret's breakdown and screaming at them because we see the other grandparents who are very devout christians and start talking to her about going to sunday school and the parents step in and say they're you know letting her choose her own path and then the grandmother uh says though she's she's jewish because she accompanied her to temple one time and you know leads to this whole big argument so i thought that was very effective that was very effectively done. Yeah, I agree. And it didn't stand out to me as that big of a change, right? Like it's something you go, okay, like I'd have to go back and read that specifically in the book to notice that that was a change. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And it ultimately leads where, you know, 
Margaret says she's, you know, not sure she even, you know, believes in God in the first place. And at that point, you stop, she stops like doing her prayers throughout un- until the end of the movie. Uh, so it is kind of strange. This is somewhat of like a religious film, but not exact, not exactly there yeah I thought it's, it's effectively yeah. shows like kind of the conflict between you know trying to decide what's right for you and where do you want to go and they show her at the different churches and you know i thought that was it was interesting yeah <laughs> yeah i mean i really liked it i i really liked the movie i i was just super happy that they kept it in a time period and faithful to that <laughs> yeah you know i i just thought it was you know it was kind of like sweet and innocent and that's kind of how the book reads right yeah. like you have all these conflicts but it's just normal stuff yeah like it's not a heightened drama of things you know that i think we're used to seeing anymore it's just True. kind of normal life um and i i love i loved it i thought it was really good i was glad we went to see it yeah yeah like you even though as i mentioned i'm not the target audience and i you know a lot of the things i can't re- relate to so i kind of default to you on, the, on those but i do but i do think that we're it is very well done you know the book was um was very good read and the film was extremely well done yeah i have to think it's going to do well on streaming i really do like i I have to think this is a movie like your kid i could see young girls like scrolling through whatever the streaming service is going to be and go oh okay i'm going to watch that you know like I really do. I think it's going to be one of those. I hope so, because it's so good. And I, yeah, I just don't think kids are going to the movies to see things like that at this age, right? Like, it's probably, yeah. you know, more people like me. But I, I yeah. have to imagine that it's going to do pretty well, I hope. But it, it, I loved it. I thought it was cute. Yeah. It's it's fun. It's funny how when we went to the movies and they showed, like, the trailers beforehand. And usually, like, the trailers are kind of catered to, you know, whatever movie you're you're seeing. Like something that the tar- the target audience, mm-hmm. would, you know, would also enjoy. And I thought like there was a good mix. Like they had like some like kind of kids movies, like cartoons or something because it's figure, you know, young kids might be going, but figure that maybe like a lot of their parents, like the young girl may be going to it with her mother with her mother and there was some stuff for the mothers like they had like like a trailer for book club two and, and that and, and then um there was the one i forget the name but the one film trailer i think had some like religious themes to it uh so it was yeah. kind of like all over all over the place and like definitely felt like it was catered to who would be in the in the theater yes we we definitely look my daughter was like oh book club looks funny and then yes. horrified by the barbie trailer <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so i think we've covered it all huh uh yeah pretty much <laughs> so i think this is a great mother's day movie for mothers and daughters and yeah. happy mother's day to all types of mothers out there yeah yes happy yeah. mother's day to all our wonderful moms <laughs> yeah so um, until next week keep reading and keep watching keep watching